Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ontario has revealed some details on its vaccination plan, yet uh, most people will be waiting for months and the rest of Canada as well. Dr. Isaac Bogosh joins us, staff physician at uh, Toronto General Hospital, general internal medicine and infectious diseases specialist, also associate professor at the Department of Medicine at the University of Toronto. Dr. Bogosh, thank you very much for the time. Let me ask you first of all about the AstraZeneca vaccine. There are people who are saying, well, how effective is this? It's been approved. How effective is it? It doesn't look like it's as effective as Pfizer. What's the story here? So it's not a fair comparison. I mean, we saw this 94% efficacy with the uh, Pfizer and Moderna, and we're hearing 62% efficacy with AstraZeneca. The playing field's more level than the numbers suggest. Remember, the first two vaccines, those mRNA vaccines, were tested at a time where there were no real circulating variants of concern, whereas AstraZeneca was. And we know the variants of concern reduced the efficacy of the vaccine. So those numbers are probably closer than they appear. But even with that, those numbers still probably favor the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine. But I think we also have to ask the other question, what are the important metrics here? The whole goal here is to prevent infection and, of course, to reduce your risk of having a severe infection, hospitalization, and death. All of the vaccines do that well. All of the vaccines prevent you from having severe infection, hospitalization, and death. We're in a crisis. Whatever vaccine comes your way, it's a great idea to get it. Okay, so that takes us to the next question. I think you just answered it. People are asking, well, I have a choice about which vaccine I get. No, yeah, you won't. You won't. At least in the initial rollout, when we still have great scarcity of vaccinations, you won't have a choice. Uh, maybe later, later, later on, when there be more and more of us are vaccinated, maybe there will be a choice. Maybe you'll get an AstraZeneca at one place and a Pfizer at another. But we won't have that uh, for the foreseeable future. And certainly, in the context of an emergency where we're, we're truly, it's a crisis. You get you know, the vaccine you get, because all of them will do what they're supposed to do. And I think the other important thing, too, is to remember, this isn't your only vaccine you're ever going to get. We're all going to need an update vaccine. We're all going to need a booster or a new vaccine that's modeled to pro- more better protect, better protect against a variant of concern. So, like, you know, I'm making up a date, but like tail end of 2021 or sometime in 2022, we'll all probably get another vaccine. Okay. Uh, I should have also mentioned that you're a member, of course, of the Ontario Task Force on the rollout of the vaccines. What can you tell us about that development? What's happened here? Because we're looking at prioritizing various people, various groups. Uh, Postal codes were involved. March the 15th is the date that's been mentioned. What can you share with us on this? A couple things. One, March 15th is the date that the centralized website goes up for booking but many public health units aren't waiting for that and many public health units are starting to vaccinate community dwelling elders uh so if people are living in ontario are listening and they're interested in having someone who's 80 years of age and older vaccinated you just go onto your public health unit's website and many of them not all but many of them will tell you how to sign up march 15th is when everyone will be able to sign up 
who are 80 euros and up. And I think early next week, hopefully early next week, we'll have details about what that second stage of prioritization will look like. Do we have any realistic expectation of when we'll have sufficient numbers of vaccines in the province, in the country, to fill the need? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting now. Listen, we still have a shortage. Let's be honest about that. But like vaccines are pouring in now because they're making up for the shortage that we had in February. So we're actually having tons and tons of vaccine come into the province and into the country now. And then just wait until April, like by the tail end of March, as March turns into April, the taps really turn on. And that's when you're going to start to see this massive expansion into, you know, uh, uh, mass vaccine clinics and pharmacies and eventually primary care clinics are going to be administering it. So it's, it's ramping up. It really is ramping up now. You can see it happening. But on top of that, it's also going to significantly ramp up in April. I really think, again, I'm taking all politics out of this, just looking at the numbers of what we have available, what we've approved, what's likely to be approved, and and the numbers as spoken by different levels of government and the companies. I think that September deadline to have anyone who wants a vaccine vaccinated is is very, very reasonable. People have said to me, uh, they are concerned about who's going to administer the vaccine. A lot of people want to have their family doctor, primary care physician, uh, do the job or a pharmacist they know how's that going to roll out well so primary care is, has been actively involved in this process so when canada coast to coast was vaccinating those who live in long-term care there was primary care leadership and primary care teams not exclusively but they were driving a lot of this it relied on a lot of nursing care as well ems was involved with that as well so primary care has been involved with that with the second stage Again, there's slightly different programs in different provinces. Primary care is actively involved with that as well. At least in Ontario, primary care won't be administering vaccines in their offices just yet. It's probably going to happen. But the initial part of the second stage will not see them administering their vaccines in office. But when AstraZeneca comes in, I can't can't imagine why they wouldn't. It's so stable and easy to to store. I think we will see that happen. And then primary care will be vaccinating in mass vaccine clinics as well. Pharmacies in Ontario will be administering about 20% of the vaccines. So it's going to be widely available. Okay, so we're on the way. And uh, now we have to hope that uh, the numbers we're told are coming our way will, in fact, come our way. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.